0: and welcome to the Liverpool Wave podcast. Uh, the Reds missed the chance to return to the top of the Premier League after a deeply disappointing 0-0 draw against Manchester United at Anfield. We huffed and puffed but ultimately didn't do enough to uh, break down a United side solely intent on averting a repeat of last year's humiliation. I'm Chris Smith and I'm joined by TLW editor Dave Usher and Julian Richards. All three of us were at Anfield today. Dave, not what we wanted or expected, but to be honest, I don't really think we deserve much more. Your thoughts?
1: No, we definitely didn't deserve much more. I was staggered when I came out afterwards and I rung my dad and he was like, um, we had 34 shots or something like that. I was like, what? Really? <laughs> because it did not feel like that. But then how many of those shots were just speculative shit from outside the box that like didn't threaten or got blocked? Um, In terms of clear-cut chances, didn't really do much, did we? Uh, They probably had the best chance of the game when Alisson made the save. Uh, They had another chance at the end when, like, we defended it well, actually, but, like, they fizzed the ball across the box and they had men in there and, you know, I just had the horrible sinking feeling that they were going to win it at the end. Um, I think, I watched Klopp's press conference before and he was, like, really... Talking about positives and you know, saying we did this well and we did that well, and you know, maybe we did, maybe the counter pressing was great. Uh, I don't know, it's not something that I was particularly paying attention to, but um, I didn't really take too many positives from it. I mean, he said something as well about like us dominating, he can't remember us dominating Man United like that, and even the 7 0 last year, they were more in the game than they were today. I'm like, yeah, but. They're shit and they were trying to not get battered so of course we're gonna dominate like that—that that was never in any question that we were going to mm-hmm. dominate the game. Of course we were, and it—you it, know, in, in defense of United as well. So like look how many of like their first choice players they've got missing as well. So the shit when they've got everyone available, but when you take away like half of the first team and some of the players you're we putting in, obviously we were going to dominate that game. There, there was all they wanted to do was just come here and don't get embarrassed, and they've done that. You know, I thought they defended pretty well, but we made it so easy for them. Yeah. Um, the way the game started as well, like, I thought we were going to blow them away. Like the first five minutes was great. The crowd was well into it. We were like, they were all they could do was just put the ball out of play. We were all over them. We were in the faces. And then we didn't score in in that period, and then it just fizzles out. And the second half went exactly the same way. Started the second half really well, didn't get the goal, and then just fizzled out. And I've seen mm-hmm. like uh, a lot of people talking about the atmosphere, and Gary Neville saying it's the worst atmosphere he's seen for Liverpool United. I'm not having that at all. I don't agree at all. I think like the the crowd was fine, but like there just comes a point where it's like you know you've got to give us something back here. You know you've got to give us something to you know, to to get people into it, the crowd were like really, they were doing a bit, and then it it just fizzles out, and like we're not creating much, and it's just all like just sterile, and you know, it's that performance today. I think is on a par with the Sheffield United game and the Crystal Palace game when we were dog shit in both of them games. I think you know we said on the part mm-hmm. it was bad, that was on a par simply because. You, you could make allowances for those games it's like Crystal Palace is like a 12-30 coming off the back of another away game a few days earlier the Sheffield United one is one where you go well yeah we've not played well but we've got the points you just take the points forget about it you're going to have these games during the season so we make excuses for those performances and say yeah on to the next one but you're playing Man United at home under the floodlight it's like it's a big game chance for us to go back top and you put in a performance like that it's like not good i i just want to say though as bad as the performance is i'm not in any way questioning like effort or application or attitude or any of that stuff we just played shit it was nothing to do mm-hmm. with being complacent or like not having the right attitude you know i've got no complaints whatsoever about work rate or players like wanting to do the right things we're just not playing well at the moment and you know I was thinking because it's Anfield, it's a big game. We'll snap out of that. The crowd will get us through, and you know we'll, we'll see a performance. But what we saw was just a continuation of how we've been playing for most of like the last I don't know four, five, six weeks even. Maybe one or two games in there have been decent, but we've had a lot of like poor performances, which have been masked somewhat by the fact we've kept on getting results. But you know, and even today, we we could have if Trent shots like six inches to the right, it, it goes in off the post, and we're talking about yeah, we weren't at it today, but we've won one 0 and that's what good teams do. So it's fine margins, but I just think overall, I, I just really, really disappointed with what we served up today.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, Jules, we talked about it in the little in the pub a little bit before the game, just the way that all the arrows were kind of pointing, really. Um, a lot of expectation among our fans that we were going to sort of do something a little bit close to what happened last season in my mind that was never going to happen no matter how badly they were playing um perhaps this was just perhaps this has been in the post we haven't been playing well recently um perhaps you know the, if the performance didn't tick up again it was always going to catch up with us in a game like this and um you know it, Perhaps this isn't something that shouldn't be too much of a surprise, considering how we've been playing in recent weeks.
2: The one omen I forgot to mention uh, in the pub before that turned out to be true is that United hadn't drawn a game in the league all season. They'd either won or they'd lost. I think it was 9-7. and seven. So obviously that was going to be a draw today. Um, th- talk about tempting fate. Uh I, you know, Dave's right. I, I, I was, after the Sheffield United game, I, I was like, it doesn't really matter how you play at this point of the season as long as you get the results. But if you stop playing, if you're not playing well and then you stop getting the results, then you have a problem. Um, and I think, yeah, there was never, there was no chance of us repeating. I, I think any, if we'd have won any more than 2-0 today, I'd have been surprised because their primary goal would have been to come and not lose in such a spectacular manner and whatever happens after that great but let's let's like give a better account of ourselves we cannot be losing like that um and to be honest i don't really think they actually gave that good account of themselves i think it was more down to liverpool being poor than manchester united being good defensively offensively however you want to say i just i i still think they were quite poor but fuck me, our attacking play is so poor at the moment. It's like getting a big bit of mud and throwing it at the wall and watch it slowly slide down the wall. That's how, how the attack is at the moment. It's so slow. It's so stodgy. You know, It's like one of Fabinho's roast dinners in terms of stodgy. It's just so, yeah. so slow. There's no tempo. The, and everything today was like, was like wenger's arsenal trying to thread the eye of a needle pass through the middle through the crowded central section all the time trying to pinpoint a small pass instead of just get it fucking wide spread it out um you know when gomez came on i felt like we we there was a li- we looked like a bit more likely because the cro- you know there was the wide play crosses yeah fantastic that's what that we need season. Yeah, I, well, you know, I'm sure we'll come into the the, the transposition and all that, but it, it just felt it's too stodgy through the middle, and I, I think I think you know if you're looking at if you want to look at players today, I think Kanate and Verge, fine, no problems there, played played well. I think Endo gave a decent account of himself. I thought he was boss. Uh, yeah, he yeah,
1: was
2: well. our best player. Yeah, Costas as so, well. Yeah, Costas. It left back, again, good, good. So, Alisson, solid, yeah. made a great save. So, the defensive part of the team clearly was, was fine. It's the attacking part that is not working, that is yeah. not functioning. From Because the thing is, everyone, maybe I'm wrong, but everyone goes, Klopp 2.0, new team, revolution. And I think, even yeah, but there's only like two players different from last season.
0: That's been on my the mind. Most, for months that whole new team thing and I haven't said yeah, it I'm not it's sure like, why I it's haven't like said guys. it but it's, it's basically like Graven Birch and Endo and um, yeah. yeah, you know Sobbersly today but, everything but in else reality, is what we used to
2: in reality it's 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 McAllister and Sobbersly because Graven Birch came in late and he hasn't he's, he started the day but he's not he's not fully formed yet in the team and Endo is now getting starts but wasn't so up to a point it's just like it was two guys like and McAllister's injured at the moment and Sobersly has gone off the boil. So it's still the same roughly the same problems we're having last year which is it's too stodgy an attack. The the dynamism has gone. And Dave talks about the first five minutes maybe the first 15 minutes. It was like very frenetic and the crowd were up but it did just feel like a dog chasing his tail or a cat playing with string and just, ah, oh, i got to get that string. No plan. No execution. Just action. But like Or, all bark and no bite. It didn't feel like there was any sort of real quality rhythm to the play. Mm -hmm. Any real, you know, cut that you thought were creating chances, were peppering the goal. It was a billion corners which were just shit. And then it just sort of petered out as we started to run out of ideas like we always do. And this time they were try to no... do
0: anything different from those corners either, did they? Everyone no. was just lumped into the box and either a tame header or it was cleared. Like, it was pissing me off. Try something a bit different.
2: Yeah. Like, get S- them moved S- around a, a diff- little bit. Send a different footed player over there to do it, you know, to, to, a different angle, anything. But no, and it just seemed to peter out. And then, yeah, like a wet fart in the end. It was just, mm-hmm. there was nothing really... I suppose we w- we shouldn't be surprised because the performances haven't been great, and United needed to make sure that they didn't lose. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's disappointing. It's not. I can't say it's massively surprising, but it's massively disappointed. Mm-hmm.
0: I I thought Dave that I struggled to see what our plan was, and if there was a plan, it was yeah. poorly executed. But. I just felt that like we, we were nowhere near progressive enough with the ball like so often it was it was played into an area where the attacking player immediately had to turn back away from goal we couldn't get we couldn't seem to get a run on them at all or get in behind them in any way shape or form and then we were mm. so slow and there was so much side to side passing that they were united were easily able to get into their shape again every time and then from there, you you, you know, it, it becomes a lot more difficult and it's something that we have struggled with all season so, you know, I, I would have just liked to have seen a little bit more evidence of a, of a clear game plan really and what we were trying to do. Is that something you go along with
1: though? Absolutely, yeah. I don't know what we were trying to do uh, and it, I don't really want to have the Trent conversation this early into the pod but it does kind of relate to, to that point so we might as well just get it out the way now I've seen something before, like statistically, Trent's numbers on today and it was like really, really good. Looks like he's had like a fantastic game. My eyes didn't tell me that. Like I I thought he was as poor as everybody else, really. But mm-hmm. that's not really the the point. The the point I wanna make is, you know, <laughs> a lot's made of the record since Trent made that switch. Um we've got more points than anybody else. Um we've only lost one game. You know, we we all know the stats. It's like the the record since that changed. With me, it's really impressive. So whenever anyone's questioning it, that's what always gets thrown back at. you. Yeah, well, it's working. Look, we've done this. We've won so many games. You know, we've only lost one. Blah blah blah. And I just started to think recently. Well, how many of those games we might start the game like that, but how many games are we finishing like that? Or, and how many are we having to make a change because it's not working and Trent's either going into midfield or he's maybe going to stay more at right back and we're changing like we're going to four four two or four we are changing things around because it's not worked, so it's like is this record that we've got because of that switch or is it in spite of that switch and I think you can make the case either way really and mm-hmm as each week goes by now and Trent's getting moved into midfield because it's not, the hybrid thing's not working. Joe Gomez is getting brought on to give us width. Trent's going into midfield. It's like, Klopp knows that, okay, Trent's going to be playing in midfield, but he doesn't want to just bow down to it and go, right, okay, that's it. It's like, He's just dipping his toe in the water a little bit and just getting yeah. us used to it because well,
0: you almost lose the you almost lose the the benefit of having the extra man don't you when Gomez comes on and he yeah, just moves straight I, Trent straight even, into midfield
1: I, I don't even think we're having a benefit of an extra man when Trent's in there now it doesn't and it's not noticeable. You're not looking mm. at it, going, oh yeah, we've definitely got an extra man in there. We're, we're you know, we're completely bossing this. Because
2: no, we just look disorganized. Yeah, I just, I don't, True. I'm not
1: seeing it. And obviously they know more than we do, but I'm not seeing it at all. And I don't think we're getting more from Trent than we were getting from him. You know, in, I'm not necessarily talking about last season when he was playing at right back because he wasn't, he wasn't great, was he? But like Trent had his best when he was playing right back. Are we getting more from him in this role than we were then? And I'd say no. So it's either. Play him at right back. Tell him to knuckle down and just, just fucking play right back, or play him in midfield. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it's starting to irritate me a bit now. But I think part of it as well is like if you move him into midfield, like well, what are we doing with the players who we've bought for this new midfield? It's like the, you know, because it's probably Sabba's last position is where Trent would probably be. You know, that, that, I got no problem with that. Based on no, neither have I. Honest. But you've paid a lot of money for Subsli. He starts sure. the season like a house on fire. We all think he's amazing, and then he's gone way, way, way off the boil lately. I don't know what's gone on there. He was poor today. Uh, not singling him out because, like I say, other than the players we mentioned before, it were all defensive-minded. Basically, the defensive-minded players today all played well. Mm -hmm. And the attack-minded players, and I'm including Trent in that because that's that's his responsibility, more so than defending. The attack-minded players, not one of them comes out of it with any credit whatsoever. So... I'm not necessarily putting all of that down to those players themselves either. I think most of our issues, these bad performances that we've had, yeah, it's glossed over by the results. But we've not been playing well, and I think a lot of it is down to the tactical approach. We keep saying about there's not enough width, everything's going through the middle. That's not about today. That's I was like, the derby game springs out. It springs to mind for me for that one. That was like really bad when everything through the Mm -hmm. middle. And it's happened a lot of times where that's a point that we've all been making. It's like, why are we attacking through the middle all the time when it's not working? Um, and it doesn't suit the players that we've got when we're doing that either. And look, don't don't take this as me defending Nunez, because I'm not defending his performance today at all. But I don't think that helps him at all when when everything's like bunched up like that. Today is like... He may sort well not being on the pitch. He just wasn't getting anything, anything to feed off. And the little moments he had where he should have done something, he didn't. He just he did fuck all with it. So I'm, I'm also, he looks and also a bit I,
0: lost at the moment. To be honest,
1: he, he looked lost. This today's the first time I thought he looked lost. Um, other games maybe things haven't gone his way but today he just looked like what the fuck am I supposed to be doing here he looked like he didn't really know what he was meant to be doing Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily think that specifically is his fault what is his fault is like in the first half uh, the one moment when he did get a pass, and it's like, okay, you've either got to shift it and hit your shot early, or you roll it to Costas, and he didn't do either. And then mm-hmm. he stood on the ball for what felt like about thirty seconds, trying yeah. to decide what to do. I'm like, that's not good. You know, you've you've got to do better there. Um, the second after was one when it ended up like Diaz ended up having a shot blocked, and there was appeals for a penalty, which I've just, I haven't seen it back. I don't know, but again, I thought maybe darwin needed to get a shot away quicker so i'm not defending his performance by any means but i don't think the way we're playing is gonna allow him to shine in any way when, when we're playing like that and what makes it worse is when the other two front, front players are playing the way they played um mo had a lot of the ball and didn't really do hardly anything with it but he was involved in a couple of. Are probably our best chances, really, came from like, him playing passes, so he still contributed like that, but he's not playing well. I think we've had a lot of performances like this from Mo this season, but again, that gets masked when he's scoring or he's getting an assist. But general performance-wise, he doesn't look like he's in good form at all. Diaz, I mean, pfft, I didn't think he was as bad today as he has been recently. I thought he started quite lively. Uh, he was trying to get involved. He was working hard. He was coming in field trying to get in the ball. But what's he actually giving us? We're not, getting, we're not getting anything out of him at all. It's like we're getting absolutely nothing from him. And that whole dynamic of the front three, it's not clicking. And it's also not being helped by how the midfield are playing and what they get from the midfield. Everything just looks wrong at the moment. Like just in terms of the the fluidity and. Yeah, as Jill said before, it was all so stodgy through the middle. And yeah, just not one of the attacking players come out of that with any credit. But you have to ask the question, well, is that down to every one of those players just having a bad day at the same time? Or is it to do with the tactical approach? And I'd be way more inclined to say that's to do with how we're setting up and what they're being asked to Mm -hmm. do. Because every one of them playing like shit. There's, there's like that's a bit of a coincidence that they just all had an off day isn't it and especially well, because they've not been playing well recently either
0: jules i think it's i think it's it's got to be tactical in some ways right because if you look at mo and you look at diaz their instinct is always to come inside on their better foot and defenders are kind of uh, well aware of that but previously we had robo and trent either side of those two players like bombing forward giving us an option like the I don't know, and and the times when those lads did find a bit of space wide and they're they're sort of getting their crosses in, the reason we had so many corners is because every single one of those crosses were not well delivered and quite easily blocked, and it just felt, you know, like, no wonder sort of Darwin is struggling a little bit, because there just wasn't anything for him to get his teeth into coming into the box, like, he can be quite he could be quite sharp in those areas where the ball's being fizzed across the box. And, you know, that's he scored a lot of goals from there. So it just feels like there's not really anything... I don't, we just don't look very dangerous, to be
2: honest. No, like a blunt knife at the moment. Yeah, um, there's Certainly the, the lack of width is a... <coughs> excuse me. Um, brought on by the change of system. is causing a problem up to a point because you'll see you're right. You'll sometimes see like Mo isolated and he's having to come, he's having to look a bit, a lot further or, or someone like sober slides having to go a lot further out wide. And then you obviously vacate in the, the middle of the, of the pitch to get that overload on the, on the side, the crossing. I, I, I mean, in my opinion, professional football should be able to put in a pretty decent cross most of the time. So if they're not doing that. That's on them. Not, not on any tactics. Um, I was saying the day before we started, it seems to me that like Mo's lost a little bit of a step. Like you'll, you'll find no bigger fan of Mo than than me, but but obviously he's getting on. He's done it for a lot long time. It, his powers are going to diminish, and maybe they're starting to diminish. But the problem is, that's fine. That happens, you know. Father Time is undefeated and all that. But the problem is, is every player we've bought to replace. Mane, Firmino, um, even Origi, if you want. They're, e- they're not... None of them have really come in. Like, Jota scores goals, you know, Nunez has scored goals, G- Gakpo has, Diaz... But they're not consistent. There's no consistency there. And it's is it is it that the calibre of player brought in is not up to the level of the, of the previous player? Agreed. Or is, or is the tactic or the tactics stifling that those players ability probably both. to to get, mm. to get the best out of those players um and i i you know i'm 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 not smart enough with 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 tactics and all that kind of stuff to, to know but i can tell you that i can see that like no one's really firing on on all cylinders um and if we are do, doing a depth chart of who's who's hot to cold who's like who's it they're all in the freezer at the moment but like who's on the top shelf and who's on the bottom shelf who's hanging around with hmm. the polar bears and who's <laughs> like on the rocky shore, I'd would say that Mo is still probably the you know the hottest at the moment, which isn't saying a lot. And then uh, Jota probably, and he's not he's injured at the moment. Then then Gakpo, then Núñez, and then like Diaz is ice ice fucking cold at the moment. Um, he's not really creating, and he's not scoring, and and. It's very easy to to defend against the player who's not scoring and not creating. Yeah. Mo, Mo is doing one of the other, and Darwin. Well, Darwin's going backwards now at the moment because he's getting off. He's being caught offside too often. He's not even doing the thing that I would say is his biggest flaw, which is blaming the ball. He's now not shooting when he should be. Um, he's caught in, and as you know, Dave said about like I mean, he was like sort of stood on the ball and like oh what am I doing what am I doing for what which, which felt like an eternity. He's indecisive as well. So I don't know how you can tactically tweak it. I don't know if you now maybe say to it's time to play Gakpo up top for a little bit, someone a, a, a slightly more cerebral player than than Nunez. I don't want to see the, that.
0: I, I would try it at this point though, Maybe for sure. Can... I, I thought he was better than the other three when he came on. Also, did you? Yeah. It, okay.
2: Is it not better for? Is it not better at this point to sort of use Nunez off the bench as an impact sub because he's having no impact as a starter? Yeah, maybe.
1: I can't. Maybe. I can't argue too much against it. I'm just saying the idea of Gakpo coming in. No, I, it, it doesn't feel like me. It's with... Just it's through default. It's like. Yeah, it is. Well, it is through default. Let's just yeah, give yeah. it a try. Not because there's anything he's done that's make me think, yeah, put him in. Like, you can change the midfield by like <laughs> putting Harvey in, and that's because you're like, well, he deserves a chance. You know, put him in. He, he deserves a goal. With the forwards, you're making changes, just hoping that something might, might pay I'm, off. I'm not but- sure. It is hope,
0: though. What? Yeah. It is hope. But I, I, I think Gakpo has never really had, like, a run of games. Like, I would say, OK, Cody... I mean, we know it's going to change a lot because of cup games and that kind of stuff. But I say, okay, Cody, you're going to start the next five or six Premier League games. See if you can get yourself into a rhythm, and uh, and we'll go from there. Because he's he he struggled, doesn't he? Like he's he never really plays in the in the Premier League games. He's he's like played in midweek. You know, he's playing the League <coughs> Cup games. Like I would just you know, even if it's putting Darwin on the, Darwin on the left again. Um, That that might and and they can they can switch again a little bit, but I think Gakpo probably gives us a little bit more of a focal
1: point in the way that Bobby did. But Jota might be back though. Might need if if Jota. I don't know where he is. Like, um, in terms of how close he is. But he was back jogging a week ago. So if he was to have a full week of training this week, maybe Jota Um, comes into it for the Arsenal game.
2: On team selection, I'm not sure why. Graven Birch was preferred over, like, say, Elliot today as a starter. It was week,
1: midweek, wasn't it? We, we knew the ones who played the full match on Thursday were yeah, not going but to like, start today.
2: Did, first of all, I don't think Graven Birch brought much more energy than Elliot would have anyway. No, I ain't. And second of all, Elliot's played so, such little football. Why not? And, mm-hmm. all, you know, same with Jones. Like, you've got to get, like, he's been off form. You've got to get, get him back into form. It would have meant he might have been, like, that little bit extra spark. Because you know, it's, it's a local rivalry game for him. I'm not sure what those two have to do. Like, I wouldn't advocate starting them both together. And the selection for Arsenal is going to be interesting. Because they've got quite a lively... Yeah. Dynamic midfield. <laughs> so, Gravenberch
1: is yeah. injured now as well. So,
0: well,
2: oh, yeah, Jules, of course, as, yeah, Jules as well. Like you know,
0: if you're not starting them,
1: why are you waiting until 15 minutes to go to bring them on as well? Like... Yeah,
2: the 77th minute, I think it was they what, came on. Yeah.
1: What I wanted to to ask about that, like, because I thought, you know, the first substitution that was made, and Gakpo comes on, and Gakpo comes on and plays on the right hand side. Like basically, we kind of went like you can call it four-two-three-one, or you can call it four-four-two, whatever you want to call it. Either way, Gakpo comes on and is playing on the right, and this is not specifically against Gakpo, but I'm like, how's he getting on ahead of Harvey for a position on on like the right-hand side where you know mm. Harvey's played there a lot; he's comfortable there. He's made an impact in that role. How is Gakpo getting on before Harvey in in that situation? Now, I didn't have any issue with Gakpo coming on. I thought, when I seen Gakpo's coming on, my first thought was, okay, Darwin's coming off here. And I couldn't have had any complaints about that at all. I thought that's what we would have done. Uh, I also thought, okay, good chance that maybe Diaz comes off and Gakpo goes on the left. What I wasn't expecting was him to be coming on ahead of Harvey and playing in the position where harvey's like taylor made to come on and play there i thought that was a bit i don't know why harvey wasn't brought the, f- the first player off the bench should have been harvey based on what mm-hmm. we've seen all season i, I suppose mm. that's the point that i'm making so i don't know what you two thought about that
2: it's weird as well that like elliot at the start of last season played a lot started a lot of games and now like he just doesn't get the start at all <laughs> i can't imagine it's like management of fitness or anything it's no. very, very. It's just like it's just another unanswered question. When the midfield and the attack is so stodgy and so, you know, you're trying to play intricate, intricate moves. Well, when I play a player who's very good at intricate passing <laughs> rather yeah, than, yeah, yeah. rather than anybody else, it's very strange to me.
0: And I, I guess it comes back to the fact that, like, for the longest time, we had a clear idea of. We always knew what they were trying to do like we always knew what the plan was and you could understand the rationale behind who was starting and um, who the substitutions were. You didn't always agree with it but at least you could rationalise it in your own brain why it was happening. Like with the tactics today and with the substitutions today it's just another sign that you, you're kind of wondering what it is that we're actually trying to do.
1: Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Because if plan A is working the substitutions you're making are just going to be like for like to just get fresh legs on in those positions because Plan A is great It's working. And how many times this season, and it's a good thing in some ways, the fact that we're flexible, you know, like they can come up with, with new systems and, and bring players on and just find a way to win the game by the substitutions we're making. So that is a good thing. But it's also <clears throat> a bit of a red flag that why are we having to play, like, three different systems in a game? It's because what we're doing is not really working the way we want it to. So, you know, we, we've played, like, two, three systems today. We're bringing on subs to change things around. Klopp said afterwards, we tried everything. You know, we brought on, like, different players. We tried different systems. I'm like, it's good that you're doing that. You know, I like the flexibility. I like the fact that, you you know, you're prepared to, to think about these things and, and try new things to see if it works. But the fact that you're having to do that is because the initial approach that we've started the game with has not got the job done. And it's not a one-off because it's happening quite a bit, really, where subs are having to come on and win the game for us. Um, we're making tactical changes, not not just like-for-like like player coming on for a player in the same position. We're, we're switching things around because it's not really working. Um, the only thing that I'd say, and I said this to John when we were coming out, is like I think now what we're seeing is what we expected to see at the start of the season. You know, Mm -hmm. that it's a work in progress. It's going to look a bit sketchy at times. But because we got to where we were, it's like we're top of the league and and it's like coming up to Christmas and you would have expected us to be hitting our stride now after overcoming, you know, difficulties in the start of the season, everyone getting to know each other, all of that. But it feels like we've actually gone backwards over the last month compared to where we were. So that's why Mm -hmm. it's a bit, you know, a little bit alarming but at the start of the season we did expect like that these kinds of performances were, were gonna happen because it's you know, it's it, it, we've got an entirely new midfield. We're trying to bed in like a, a different front three than than what's played in previous seasons and so you do think teething problems and that, which is what we're seeing at the moment, but because we've done so well to get to the top of the league, we're we're all expecting us to be better than what we're actually showing at the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way
1: podcast on all the
0: major platforms. Whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean, just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the liverpool way on Twitter and at the liverpool way tlw on Instagram and Facebook. I think as well we we're, we're all sniffing the opportunity mm. as well. So this this feels a little bit more damning, not damning, but damaging that it would have been If we were sort of hanging around third fourth place and Man City were doing what Man City do and they were you know five or six points clear at this stage we wouldn't necessarily be you could probably you could probably understand a performance like this and a result like this if the expectations hadn't been raised a little bit by the fact that you know this is this is one of Man City's off seasons they don't come around very often we need to be able to take advantage of it and the fact that we didn't today is it's disappointing, but perhaps also a, a, a little bit of a reality check that we perhaps needed, Jules.
2: It was certainly a reality check. Yeah, um, I suppose it's hard to take as well, maybe because Aston Villa are level on points with us out of nowhere. Yeah, that, that, I think that's that. You know, you've got the Man City. I've uh, had a rocky period, and yeah, they don't come around often, so you've got to take advantage of that, but. The fact of Villa are keeping pace is, is is also like well that doesn't really excuse they they've they've you would anyone would say they've not got the team that Liverpool have, and yet there they are doing this and so you know yes yes it's a bit I can see where you're coming from but also Aston Villa exists at the moment so I can't really I can't really have that as an excuse I, it just needs to be. I, again I, I said at the start i expect I expect and I, I I don't really mind that performances are not great at this time of the year it's a tough period it's very there's lots of games it's hard work um and so I wouldn't expect flashy performances and look this game is one game in isolation if 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 the you beat Arsenal next week um our goal difference is better than villas so we would be back on top of the table mm-hmm. sure. I don't think we'll beat Arsenal next week because if you play like that Arsenal will shred you because they, as I've said, they're, they're much more dynamic in, in midfield. I don't think they're better than us in attack, but in midfield they're so much more dynamic at the moment. Yeah. So,
1: you know, they're better than <laughs> us in attack based on the way we've played in like the last month or so.
2: Yeah, that that's fair. Like everyone goes on that we've got the, you know, we've got five forwards and they all score goals and we're well stocked. But we're not feeling that, are we? Yeah, the, it's the eye test again. We, we are not feeling that we are cohesive in attack. No cup games. That we, distort we can open it as
1: well, though, Jules. You know, because like, yeah. Nunez hasn't scored in the league for two months, and Gakpo hasn't scored in the league since September. So, the cup is games is it that long for Gakpo. A little bit, yeah, yeah. He scored in yeah, cups, so, so you still think, oh, he's chipping in with goals. But it's been. But then again, the, again cup how games. many
2: games has he started in the well, league? I know, as, as, I know. I'm not. I'm
1: not using that as a stick to beat him with. I'm just saying. You know, you're saying about like you don't think Arsenal's attacks better than ours, but at the moment it is. On paper, it's probably no. not, but in terms of yeah. how they're playing, and it, I feel like they're more dangerous than us at the I, moment. I, I, I feel like Arsena... doing more than Diaz. Saka's probably like maybe he's on a par with Mo, but in terms of creativity, he's probably you know he's. But he's I feel Arsenal are grinding there, you know.
2: results a little bit at the moment as well. They're not like. They're not. They're not the full sum of their parts, like compared to last no, year. No, they're And, not fluent, and you know, they're... let's not forget, they lost last weekend. were a bit unlucky so, though.
1: This... I thought they played. I don't really. You know,
2: yes, they, but they still lost. Yeah, but they did. You know, the, they, the, they were
1: unlucky. They the... played quite well, and it's, Villa away is a tough game, and they, they did put in a performance. So I don't read too much into that, really. Next I think game, they next should be. It's going to be
0: a different game as well, though, to today. Like you can't. You not Well, they went back. Uh, yeah, exactly. They'll come out a little bit, yeah. so you know there'll be opportunities for both sides. And um, sorry, you Chris, know. just
2: you—you uh, you make yeah, you made a then. point there. That I just wanted to cover the other thing with Nunez is, you've so you've got this pacey bastard up front, and then we never seem to be able to play him in and use his pace. Like I know it's difficult when teams def- defend deep and everything. But on counters, our counters are slow as shit as well at the moment. Like you've got this fast fucker up front. Why aren't we giving it? Why aren't we like like... up
1: against Johnny Evans today? By the way, yeah,
2: Yeah. after Johnny Evans, yeah, and that—that's like what's going on here. Why? Why aren't we? You know, the one definitive attribute Darwin has that is like not hampered by form is his pace. You know, you can be out of form, but you're still fucking quick why why do we never seem to be able to get like these fast breaks going on with it with him up front as well it's very frustrating
0: yeah. yeah maybe he's i don't think he's just switched on as like mo is to this, he's definitely not switched on
2: he's always bit. offside
0: well he is always offside and he was three or four times today again as well which i think i think the crowd has started to cotton onto to that fact now and uh, again, <laughs> a couple it of them first him, but...
1: half ones were dodgy as fuck, Though i was right in line with them and we were saying at half time, why why is the linesman like you know, usually it close ones, they don't do nothing because they wait and see how the play develops and he's putting his flag up and all of us in the I've, main standing were in line with it, like what what the fuck are you doing?
2: I've no idea what their criteria is for putting the flag it's up weird. or down anymore.
1: It's weird. I, I don't know yeah. what was going on. That Did that's ever, not to say that he's not offside far too much, because he is. I've been saying that myself, but a couple of them first half ones, I just found it really weird that the linesman was flagging for them. Um, but yeah, I, we need to talk about like the the yellow card as well, because in light of what happened later on in the game, where when Dallow got sent off, um, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on there with like with Michael Oliver, because he books Darwin for the challenge on Johnny Evans, which at the time I'm like, oh, not sure about that, but I've seen the replay. I'm like, yeah, you can you can book him for that, like no problem. And then Darwin feels like that the linesman's got him booked. Uh, So, like, the ref books him, and Darwin turns around, and he starts, like, applauding the linesman and going, yeah, well done, you know, you got your fucking, you got your own way and all that. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't fucking do that. Do not do that. And then he starts walking away, but he's still, like, muttering, like, I think it's to himself at this point, but you can see, right, okay, you need to fucking shut up now because you're walking Pucked a tightrope. And then Klopp's like shouting at him, like, you know, calm down and that. So if I'm a United fan there, I'm looking at that and going, he's done that. And then, because am I right in saying, like, Dallos sending off, I didn't, when he got sent off, I'm like, what's that for? Because I didn't think he was already on a yellow. Did he just immediately get, like, two yellows, just like bang, bang for what he what mm-hmm. he did I'm pretty sure that's what happened because it so, wasn't
0: a foul, was it? Because we had a throw-in.
1: Yeah, he, he thought that it should have been a throw-in for them, and all their fans at at that time, like when it went up, they were all like, "Our oh, ball!" And he thought it was their ball, mm-hmm. and when he didn't get it, he like flung his arms and was like shouting at the ref. So he he got a yellow card for that, and then the red card comes out as though he'd had like he'd already been booked, but he must have said something after he'd been booked for the first like gesture of dissent. So. You're looking at that and going, Well I'm on, you've what how are you sending him off but you didn't do that for Nunez in the first half? I just think like the the right decision there is like just yellow cards for both of them and not two mm-hmm. yellows for for Dallow. And I also think there's not a fucking chance in hell that Michael Oliver does that if it's like 70 minutes on the clock and not like ninety-two or whatever it was. I just felt yeah. like that was him being like just a little jobs worth there because he's not going to make g- that decision unless it's right at the end of the game.
0: Were you guys worried that the, there was going to be like a VAR check for the the Darwin, the incident that he got booked for? Because I wish, I I figured that that was no no because I be I didn't have a very good view of it but.
1: It, it I didn't think there was there was much in it, and it's only and even I have seen replays before, and like the first replay I seen confirmed what I actually thought was he's just kind of barged into him, and then there's another angle where he barges into him, but he's leading a little bit with the elbow, so right. the elbow maybe catches him in like the you know uh, the middle of the ribs or something, and and like that's why he goes down, but I, there's no way that's a red card. So, like, but because at the time I didn't think there was much in it, I wasn't expecting like any kind of var check. I don't know if okay. they, I mean, they look at everything, don't they? But sometimes like they'll stop the game to look at it, but they didn't in, in that case. But I'm sure like they, they must have looked at it. But no, but he's, he's lucky that like once you've got a yellow, if you carry it on after you've been booked, because you're supposed to get a yellow card if you applaud the referee, or wait, well, you didn't applaud the referee, it was the linesman, but. If you do that sarcastically, applaud an official, it's usually a yellow card, isn't it? So right. yeah, got a, got to you got like accused
0: that. of defending him on Twitter by Fiona <laughs> over that, didn't you? Like, yeah, she I, said that. I, What are you
1: defending for? You no, someone just, said he, he, he was him. applauding the referee. I'm like, oh, he wasn't. He was applauding the lines when It wasn't the referee. I'm, I'm not <laughs> defending happened. it. I'm just just stating the fact that yeah. it wasn't the referee. Maybe if it was the referee, he would have got a second yellow, but. Yeah. Either the ref didn't see it, and or he just just wasn't he he wasn't that asked. I don't know, but to do what he did later in the game and with with Dallo, and then he's not done that for Nunez. I, yeah, yeah. I, there's there's like massive inconsistency there, isn't there?
0: I just I just don't think Darwin's very a very smart person or to be honest like what about the, when he stopped what did he, what's he doing why did he stop why what the fuck did he stop for man I
1: I thought he stopped because he was appealing for a penalty I thought he thought it was a penalty but I don't think yeah. that's it I think because I've watched the replay of that as well and I think he just thought the ball was going out but there was spin on the ball so it slowed up and it stayed in, and he's already left it because he thought it had gone. And then he's looked and gone, oh shit! I need to chase that. But thankfully for him, it it, it did like roll out. But yeah, it, it looked weird, didn't it? Like that he didn't chase it; he just stopped. But I think he just thought the ball was running out, and then the spin just slowed it down. But it didn't look good.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jules, there there were chances, not very many great ones, but you know we had the Trent effort that just goes just wide. Uh, if Virgil's header in the first half is like a yard either side, that's a goal because he got right behind it. There are a couple other situations where, you know, Canate had the the effort where he where he spins well and hits the shot. It goes straight at the goalkeeper again. Mo had a, like a little curling effort in the second half that was pretty routine save for the goalie really. But I think it just came down to the fact that we weren't we didn't really have any cutting edge whatsoever in in our attacking play. So it's not really a surprise that the that wasn't. That was also reflected in the finishing as well.
2: Yeah, uh, do, my the the fact that you can't test a goalkeeper that has been as dodgy as Anana, is is an indictment as well. You've got to be like putting him under pressure to you know, to make better saves, to to make bad decisions. He came out for a cross, uh, late on in the second half, and he came past close to his edge of his six yard box, past the six yard box, and I and I you know. <laughs> our corners nothing ever really put pressure on him to make those bad decisions so to speak and to, yeah. to, to give us something there and he, he seemed to me to be like um well like someone like me would be in goal like you'd make a routine save but you'd make it look a little bit better because you know that's about as good as you're gonna get from it so you make it like the, the shot from mo it was a fairly routine save and then he's like he's, he makes that save and he makes it look a little bit better and he's bouncing the ball and he's like chest puffed out like yeah i just done that and I just think that's a that's a goalkeeper that's not very confident at the moment and you've not you've really not done anything to, to, to knock his confidence no barracking around on corners putting you know making sure that he's like gives it the old David James and punches it badly or anything like mm. that and that, that just feels like you're not tweaking your tactics you're not tweaking your your, your skills to, to to what's currently going to what's right in front of you like you have that we had seven corners after 30 minutes. And n- nothing really put any pressure on him, so what? Yeah, what, what, what so not only oh, yeah. uh, are we lacking cutting edge, but we're not even playing like streetwise or smart and using like the, the current form of other players and knowledge, of of how they're playing to sort of gain that little bit of it, that little bit of extra um, advantage that you could mm-hmm. you could do with. Very frustrating. He's it's, it's the shittest goalkeeper they've had since. Tidy. <sighs> taiby i was gonna say taiby yeah. i was trying to think if there was anybody else who came after taiby but like he didn't ball-tons. pay like
1: well 50 odd million quid for taiby
2: no no they didn't no he was yeah he used to it was he a tracky bottom keeper taiby <laughs> <laughs> might be you know yeah i, I feel he like was. he was
1: yeah i think he was
2: um oh, always but... a,
1: always a dodgy sign
2: yeah it is um but yeah he's you know <laughs> i i just feel like it should be in the team talk right this guy this guy's a bit shit this is what we need to be doing put pressure on him here put pressure on him there never did it but then again again attacking wise we we're just a a bunch of components not put piece together properly uh currently it's not it's not fluid um that sometimes you can see like a little bit you can see what it could be with 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 mo and with darwin but it's not all it's 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 not all the time. It's about forty percent, thirty percent of the time, and uh, again, we haven't been scoring a lot of goals. And I, I didn't know Gakpo did score in the league till September, but like that's not a massive surprise. So it's not it's not a massive surprise that we ended ended the game not scoring and looking as 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 impotent as we did. You can have thirty odd shots, but then the xG is what two was it? Yeah, yeah. So we weren't creating clear cut chances, which is always a red flag if you're not really if you're it's 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 like it's the act of desperation. Who did that bad dive? It was a sob or sly for a penalty sob in the slide, second yeah. half. Awful. Should have been booked for that. Mm-hmm. Terrible yeah. dive. And I just thought, when he did that, I thought, yeah, we've, we've that's that's the official sign that we've run out of ideas. Because we're now resorting to bad dives in the penalty area.
1: When I thought we'd run out of ideas, when Trent started those big, high, hopeful, attempted balls to the back post, uh, yeah. and he, yeah. he ballooned one into the United end. And I was saying to John, I was like, even if he'd have put that cross where he wanted to put it, it was still a terrible decision, and we, we were not going to get anything from it, you know. And it just felt like it was just, it was desperation at that point. We've been passing it round, pass, 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 and eventually Trent's gone, fuck this, I'm putting it in the middle. But you know, another one that that dummy head in was, um, I can't remember who it was who, who who tried to do it, but like Mo popped the ball off to someone and then made it made a run into the middle. I think it was Gakpo, and then he tried to cross it in the air to Mo. It was stood between Varan and Evans. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? That the percentage of of like that coming off is probably less than like one percent. It was just it was such a bad decision. But that was the kind of thing we were doing all day. Just bad decisions. Klopp said that afterwards himself. He said, you know, a lot of the things that we done was was good. It was what we wanted to do. But if you're not making that right decision, like that final pass. Then you know you're gonna struggle. And he what he said was that like people are going on about oh United defended well and that. Klopp was like, we got them disorganised at times. Basically means they were scrambling. And when a team's scrambling like that, someone's open. You've you know you've got a spare man. And we never like Shifted the ball to get it to like the, the the spare player who we should have got it to. It was like someone had tried like a stupid shot that got blocked, or you know they picked the wrong pass, and that's what we were doing just all day really. Mm-hmm. Um, so frustrating, just really take, really horrible day.
0: I take Umbridge with what he said afterwards really about him not being able to remember such a dominant performance against Man United, even the seven 0 they were more in the game. Well,
2: that's deflecting though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He it's, also it's said Sabresley
1: outstanding. Okay, well, or exceptional. You I think he said Cla-
2: so. That that that's that's putting someone over in, in classic deflection because none of those things are true. Mm. There were more bad decisions today than an average stag do in Vegas. They've just like bad decision after bad decision. Yeah.
0: yeah, but you know we were only dominant because that's the the way they set up and that's yeah. how they envisaged the game going it wasn't due to anything that we did if maybe if they'd come out a little bit more like they looked pretty dangerous in the second half when they came out a little bit like they popped the ball off well to each other and you know they found the space where it was and in the end I feel like they were more likely to walk away with the three points than we were I had a terrible feeling on like five or six occasions when they got the ball there and in other circumstances you could just you could just sort of saw the way that was going to go and I just I felt like you know
1: their chance was, was the when Alisson made the save, wasn't it? That was their yeah. moment.
0: Yeah. Luckily, it fell to that. Hoyland, that dude, yeah. clearly is even less potent than us in front of goal. So. He cost
2: 70 million, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. I think he did. Uh, yeah. Outrageous. You don't get much for 70 million these days, do you?
0: Did you guys see the thing um,
1: with like, Roy Keane kicking off about Virgil's comments after the game as well? I've read about it, but yeah, I've seen Virgil's gone. comments, and I don't think he was. It it, it kind of looks, when it's written down, it looks like, oh, that's maybe not great. But when you read the full quote, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't What well, was it? He just said, um, he wasn't making a big thing of this. It was just sort of like in amongst what he was saying. He said, like, you know, there's only one team trying to win the game. And he also said, um, you know, they're buzzing about getting a point and we're really disappointed. But he wasn't like saying that in a, Oh, look at the state of you celebrating the point. He was just stating a fact, which was true. You know, they they were made up with a point, and, and we were really disappointed by it. we what are they saying? It's yeah. disrespectful, and what you've won one league title in 30 years. You do you think you are to be that arrogant? Just all like the usual nonsense. Like.
0: Fu- I know you like him, Dave, but he's a fucking bell end, that bloke.
1: He's a tit when fucking he's in, in situations sure. like that.
0: Old man yells at Cloud. Yeah. Fucking parody of a. That's Q&A. his role,
1: though. That's that's what he's. Fucking. That's him what he's there to role. do. But um, no, on that overlap thing, he's brilliant. He's dead funny.
2: Played in more European Cup finals than Roy you Keane, know, though, hasn't he?
1: I think Sturridge said that to him. You know. Did he? <laughs> I haven't seen what Sturridge said. I just I know Sturridge said something about well, how many Champions League medals. Show us your Champions League medals or something like that. So yeah, Sturridge took him to task over it.
2: Like nice. it's not even that. Like actual finals, he hasn't played that many. You know? mm-hmm. He didn't play in one, did he? Because he got he was suspended for suspended. it.
0: Suspended. Right.
2: And that great Ferguson team when he got to one because they're fucking losers. <laughs>
0: Um, so what else do you guys want to want to touch on here? What else have we not really covered today? I've usually got a shitload of notes when I'm not at the game, but I'm kind of winging it here because I just got in when we... Uh, got in. See, when now you know board. what it's like
2: <laughs> when Dave hosts.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it's like. I'm <laughs> um, trying to think. What,
2: if there's the, let's be fair. Not a lot happened in the game. No, It was a bad game of football. It was... There's no getting away from it if you were a united fan you might have been okay with getting a draw after you'd been tonked there seven nil last season you know you recover a little bit of pride although again you know it's not a great performance from them. If, if you're us you're really not happy with that performance whatever Roy Keane says you've you, you've a right to feel deflated playing like that and only getting a draw you needed to win if you're a neutral, if you watched all of that as a neutral, you're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it's far better things to be doing on this last Sunday before Christmas, and not including Christmas Eve, that you could could have been doing than watching that shite. Because yeah. it was a bad Do game you... of football.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Does this change how you guys feel in terms of um, our title prospects for the season? Like, did you feel less inclined to believe that it's plausible now, Dave?
1: Um, I don't know because. We did say, like you know, we're we're top and we've not been playing well, so it doesn't change anything in that. And and I do think we'll snap out of it and we will start playing well at some point. So if we're still hanging around at the top when we do start playing well, then you know we've got every chance. Um, Mm -hmm. The worry would be how long is it going to be until we do start playing well, and will we drop points in the meantime? But I think you know, Man City are clearly. Not what Man City usually are, so you're probably looking at like mid eighties, high eighties is going to win you the league this year. I don't think it's going to be like ninety or above, because City are not going to reach that number. Um, I suppose Arsenal could go on a run and and they might do. I don't know, but I don't don't necessarily think that's the case. And I'm not writing City off. Um,
2: they've they've got a run now where they don't play a top ten team until March.
1: Yeah, so I'm not writing them off because they've got De Bruyne to come back, so they'll be better then. But De Bruyne is not going to stop them from shipping the amount of goals that they're shipping, so there's something like not not functioning with them as it normally would be. I expect them to get their act together, but I don't necessarily think they're going to be one of those reel-off, like 15 wins on the bounce like they normally do. I don't think they've got that in them, but they're obviously going to get better, which is kind of why today's really... Pissed me off because it was a chance to go like six points ahead of them. Plus, we played twice more before they play again because the they're, they're at, like the World Club Championship thing. Oh, so, is
2: that what's done us in? Is it the old World Club Championship not putting points on the board? Yeah, the
1: yeah. I Remember what happened last time, so it, <laughs> oh, it, we just went happened. on like a load of draws at home to shit yeah. teams, which the patterns repeating yeah. <laughs> itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was Hull was one, wasn't it? Um, yeah, can't remember the other one. And then, you know, United today. So was it West Ham? Might have been it was West Ham. Uh, West Ham. Yeah, we we drew nil nil and got booed off, didn't we?
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the the pattern's repeating itself, drawing a home with shit teams while like your title <laughs> rivals away at the World Club Championship. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a chance like in, in theory, we could have been like twelve points ahead of City by the time they come back. Now yeah they've got games in hand, but then they're having to play games in a short space of time and they haven't got like a massive squad. So It would have been tough for them, like psychologically. They're like coming back, and they're like, "Oh, we've got to claw back twelve points, and it's not going to be twelve. Like best case scenario, now it's going to be ten, and even that, you you know, we're going to have to beat Arsenal to do that." And two games that they are Newcastle as well. That's what I mean, and so that's why it's deflating today, Um, Mm. because I think we probably still see City as like the main team that you've got to finish above, uh, even though. Arsenal, you can argue Arsenal. I'm not, I'm not putting Villa in that. I know Villa are up there, but they've got to do more to convince me that, like, I should be taking them really seriously. Um, so you want to finish above City more than anybody, and it feels like there's an opportunity to do that. But you've got to make hay while the sun shines because they will get their act together at some point. Um, so it just depends. Now we, we, there's question marks about us, isn't it? There? There's like there's a lot of question marks about the way we're playing. In attack specifically, because I think we defend defending pretty well, you know. Yeah, I think so. We, every time we can see the goal, there's like a big inquest about all oh, Liverpool dodgy defence, and I, I think we defend defending well. I've got no issues with, with our defending. You're gonna give away chances. That's that's football. You, to go through a game and not give away a chance is rare. So even today, you know, United have had like a couple of opportunities, um, but that's normal. That's that's fine. That doesn't reflect mm-hmm. badly on the defence. I thought the defence played well, so I'm not worried about that side of it, I am worried about the attack, because it doesn't look right the players off form the system doesn't look right there's... things need to improve and I don't know necessarily what how they're going to do that what, whether they're just going to keep doing what they're doing and hope it comes right, or if they're going to make changes like specifically, okay Trent, you're in midfield all the time now we're going with Gomez at right back maybe that's the, the next thing that they're going to have to do and I think yeah. that decision's a lot easier to make based on how Sabah's lives playing at the moment. Early I in think... the season, you wouldn't have considered doing that, would you? Because he looked great. You wouldn't have been thinking, yeah. put Trent in his spot. But now, I don't know.
0: I think there's something in what Jules said before. And you weren't stating this, but you were sort of um, questioning the possibility. Um, when, you, when you're talking about the attack, I just think the players aren't as good. I think Diaz isn't as anywhere near as good as Sadio Mane. I don't think Gakpo or, or Darwin are as good as Bobby Firmino was, and I don't think Mo Salah is as good as Mo Salah was two or three years ago. Obviously, just because yeah. of the the nature of time. So if we're comparing the two, it doesn't it, it, a it doesn't look right, and b it's not as good. Yeah. So there's a number. There's a number of things as well. Just the the individuals aren't as good as the other ones. So there's going to be a drop off. Yeah, well, but Diaz no-
1: isn't even as good as Diaz. You know, the, well, the Diaz hmm. who first came here is not the Diaz we are seeing now. It's like not even well, I close. I think we got
0: three good months out of Luis Diaz, and we, because of injuries and other reasons, he started. Yeah. He started last season quite well, didn't he? And up until the injury against Arsenal, he, he was, was our best
1: player until the injury. He probably was because I remember
0: yeah. you talking about him being one of the only ones who still had the eye of the tiger. Yeah. Um, but since his return from injury, it's. It's, it's not been good it's, it's actually been really fucking bad so yeah.
1: i mean you yeah, know
2: it's not the not sloth now you, you thought you thought about that and then you got a case of the fuck himself halfway yeah. through
0: well i did as well I, you know i feel for him as well because he's been through a lot of the lads as well and all these kind of like you know trips to Colombia every five minutes this season haven't helped either have they so um you know, same that, for everybody though.
1: Same way, but you the do. annoying thing about that though is like he goes back to Colombia and, and he's fucking boss. He's like scoring mm-hmm. goals. Same with Darwin. It's like every time they go back to South America, they, they're scoring goals, they're looking great, and you're like, oh yeah, get them back here now. And then they're coming back and just, it's not the same. They're just not doing it here. Which Maybe again probably points to the fact like, well, one, international football shit, yeah. and two, they're playing in like teams that actually know how to get the best out of them and that's not really what's happening here, you know, for whatever reason. But like I mean Diaz's main strength was was dribbling. When you think about Diaz, you just you picture him like running at players, that's what he does. And his dribbling stats this season are horrendous. And like today apparently he didn't have like one successful dribble. Um which I thought I remember him like skinning it's someone. Classed and, as a successful dribble. Yeah, I don't know because he did go past someone like and then he ended up getting um fouled. So yeah. I, I, this baby I'm and age jokes light,
2: to be but... made here about not dribbling properly anymore.
1: <laughs> but yeah, as you say, I don't know how the did work out these things because I thought he did have like a, a couple of like successful take ons as they call it, beats the
0: defender while retaining possession.
1: Yeah, well I thought he did that today at least once, but apparently he didn't. But his, his overall like dribbling stats are just like way way down, which points to the fact. He's not as explosive. He's probably lost like half a yard since the injury, uh, and I bet your Mo's numbers are way down as well. Because when was the last time Mo beat somebody? It's just it's not it's not his game anymore. Like, he does different things now. He doesn't do the things that like that he used to be able to do. So mm-hmm. you might want
2: to tell him it's not his game anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't seem to realize. No, <laughs> just
1: running straight into the fullback, or like shifting it to the side and doing a little floaty curler. mm Hmm. <laughs> Floaty That's a good way to describe our
0: performance today, actually. Float yeah, there's a shit yeah. joke
2: in there somewhere, isn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, what else from today then? Anything else you guys want to touch on? Uh, their
1: approach, or that, their fans? Like, I, when we were coming out at the end, like it's quite funny actually. So, like, we were walking out. We'd we'd stay behind for about a minute afterwards just to let, like, you know the. The, the crowds on the row, like, filtered out because there's no point just standing around waiting. Mm-hmm. So, like, then we started to move out and we were walking towards their fans, but obviously we don't sit down that end, but, like, we're walking towards them. John turns around and goes, didn't hear any tragedy chanting from them today? And I was like, well, I didn't really hear anything from them, but that's not to say they weren't singing, but I think, like, the acoustics in the stadium is just different now. It's really hard mm-hmm. to, to hear, like, noise from the away end. I'm sure they were singing, but, like... I said to john i was like i didn't really hear anything to be fair and then at that moment they started singing always the victim didn't they and, uh, like as fans were leaving the stadium the ones who'd stay the united fans who were still in there started belting that out and like john's like yeah I spoke too soon there didn't i but it um, so
0: wouldn't have come across on the tv cameras either, yeah yeah so they
1: so did, did they sing on the Scousers. i didn't i as i say i i couldn't hear mm. nothing but yeah, um, they'll have probably done that while Sky were on a on an ad break after the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they clever? did it during the game. I don't know, but like yeah, they were doing it at the end, yeah. the pricks.
0: I got out the the moment the final whistle went. I was because I where I sit, I'm right next to an exit. So I was as soon as that whistle went, I was fucking gone. I didn't want to listen to those cunts. Ugh, didn't yeah. want my that to be my last abiding memory of being in Anfield for a few months, which it which it is, but. Anyway, Jules, anything else you want to touch upon about the game today before we have a quick look at midweek?
2: No, I don't want to talk about it ever again. I'll I'll forget all about it. I've been saying a lot lately, haven't we? Oh, we have. (laughs) uh, We have, which is a concern. Which is a concern. Dull ass game. It's gone. Uh, Disappointing. Let's move on.
0: It's it's tough to after today and what's coming thereafter. Like right now, I couldn't really give a flying fuck about that West Ham game on Wednesday. (laughs) You know, like the significance of of next week kind of has intensified. The disappointment is still really raw Mm -hmm. after today. Like I don't know. You don't want to
2: be you don't want to be in the situation we were two years ago when we were in we were playing too many games, Mm -hmm. going after too many competitions like that. That get that the side on Wednesday should really reflect that it's it's it is the fourth most important competition this year. Sorry, but it is. And I'll be honest with you now. Like some people will listen to this and not agree with me, but I would absolutely take three points on Saturday against Arsenal and getting knocked out of the FA Cup by them. I take it now. Give it to me. I'll have it. Yeah, it's a good point, man. Yeah,
1: me too. If it's a choice, obviously. If, if it's a choice, obviously it's not a binary choice. If it's like you can only win one of those games, which one do you want to yeah. win? It's
2: the lead game, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, it's not a binary choice, and obviously life doesn't work like that. But you know, um, that game's at theres is. It's our last game before we have a, a week off in the winter break, um, so I'd expect it to be fully, you know, a full strength team. But I feel that'll be one of those heroic defeat things that we sometimes have. Mm. Well, we play alright, but they score first, and then maybe we'll equalise, and then they score quickly after, and that's how it finishes. Well, time. there's no mo for that one, so it's not full strength. That that's well. That, if you're gonna lose him, I'd rather lose him for that game. Then we've got because we've got we've got a few. We've got Newcastle in the league on the first, and then I think it's the twenty first, the twenty second. We've got Brentford away. Now whether they have Tony or not, we're still shit at Brentford away, so that's a bit of a concern. You and might then
1: be playing for Arsenal in the cup game.
2: Well, again, whether he's there or not, I mean, we can bet on whether he's going to be there or not. <laughs> um, but it, we're still shit at Brentford away. And then we've got, is it Chelsea midweek? We're midweek game against Chelsea. That's at Anfield. So, you know, you can look at every game coming up in and in go, a, in a tough game, not a tough game. And most of them seem tough, especially when you're playing badly. But again, it, you know, the the Carabao Cup has to be fourth choice right now. It's not the priority. I would say it's league, Europa League, and then the the, the FA Cup and the the Carabao Cup.
0: Yeah, I'm not even sure West Ham will come full strength on Wednesday night either. They'll probably have, well, they're having a, they a bad patch, aren't goals, they? Like... So they
2: they might not because well, they had a good win today,
1: today, didn't they? That coup. is uh, playing well. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, was the final scores a three 0 Yeah. Yeah, that's a good win and they they probably needed more than us, so they might go full strength because you just never know, do you can never tell what people are gonna do? Moyes is under a bit of
1: pressure, so a win over us in the Cup would do a lot to get people
2: yeah. Oh hang on, Moise has never won at Anfield. It's not an Anfield though, is it? Is it not? Is.
1: Is it? It is. Fucking
2: made me think like I was wrong then, fucking okay. dickhead. Okay. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> fucking hell. I'm like, about? oh shit, I've made a right twat of myself there. I'm sure it's <laughs> and it's <laughs> huge, wrong. You say he was such authority as well. No, we're away. Like, oh shit. No, we are, we're know? <laughs> I don't know why I
1: yeah, thought man. that was away.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's um so yeah, he's never went at Anfield, so there you go. Chance oh, for him to do that. Hell.
1: But the thing is,
0: it is significant because, you know, obviously we're going to pick that team on Wednesday with the game on Saturday in mind. And if if Curtis and Harvey start as they probably are going to, then that again probably yeah. rules them out for the fucking weekend. But maybe not if Gravenberch is injured. We might have to play Trent in midfield on on su- next Saturday anyway. If you know Gravenberch, McAllister
1: are out. McAllister, hopefully, will will be back for Arsenal. You I reckon? Don't know. Yeah, mm. t- it might be touch and go. Like, but I don't think. I don't think he'd be ready for midweek. Even if he was, I don't think they'd play him in that game. But yeah. I'm saying like, hopefully he's back. But I've got no problems if Endo has to play. And maybe you'd want McAllister in his proper position and let Endo play. I want to talk about Endo today. You know, I I think like it, it deserves a bit of a conversation because I thought he was really good. I thought like neat and tidy with his passing. He played some nice forward passes, but I felt like. He won a load of tackles, and he was just getting himself in the right areas and just getting his body in front. I thought he was really good. Now you got to take into account that the quality of opposition wasn't good, and they weren't particularly trying to do too much attacking. But I think like that's his best game for us by you know by some distance. I thought he was my other think, match today.
0: Yeah, I think if we'd have won as well, we'd have been talking about him and the how he kept them penned in yeah like just with how front foot he was yeah that's exactly with his yeah. tackling and that kind of like he was he was fucking excellent everything he did had a sort of assurance to it as well and was strong and everything you wanted for him and he did that cool he did that like remember that like joint sliding tackle that he, he got yeah like saucy that was wasn't it? because yeah. he was the one who acted like it really fucking hurt like he pulled the old johnny evans move yeah. on shelby yeah God, that's how that's how fucking old Johnny Evans is. That was about 15 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that? That and he's, he's still here, <laughs>
1: fucking rolling around on the floor, getting our players yeah. into trouble with refs, the fucking twat. So, yeah.
2: Play acting like yeah. the Siamese cats in Lady and the Tramp. Oh,
1: <laughs> something else we need to talk about. Did you hear, like, um, Ten Hag said afterwards? And this is not the first time he said that this week as well. He's, he, he was asked about Virgil's comments and he he said something about well you know we beat them twice last season and he'd said that in his po in his pre match press conference that they beat us twice last season you well, and friendly yeah he's it's counting a pre-season a friendly game, win. he's counting pre season <laughs> friendly he said we beat them twice and they beat us once Mourinho would be proud of that <laughs> oh my god he's counting pre season friendlies is like Dickhead. unbelievable what a fucking you loser get at the it's like that is why you fail you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mentality, like you counting pre-season friendlies to big yourself up. I, like, absolutely embarrassing, embarrassing fucking loser.
0: Yeah, I guess it's a. We should, we shouldn't really um, overlook the fact that like this is an absolutely incredible result for them in the state that they're in, and we're the ones sat here like it feels like a loss because we didn't beat them. And if you'd have asked me. If you know if you'd have asked me that twenty years ago I'd have bit your hand off for it, so um it is really, really disappointing, but it's Well they play though. Moyes they
2: go... uh, at West Ham on twelve thirty on Saturday, so we'll see how well they are away at West Ham next week. Yeah, they'll get beat there. Twelve thirty yeah. kickoff. Mm.
0: Yeah. West Ham go above them if they win that as well. And
2: they'd be in eighth. Fucking hell. Being beaten by Moyes and going above, fucking hell. Don't don't be talking about getting beat by Moyes when that's our next game. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm with Chris. I'd like. I'm, I sound really uncreative. I, it's not the priority. No, I wouldn't be that upset. Priority, but... I, I wouldn't be that upset. I've got to be honest because. The, the There's a sense that the, the there's a chance that there's there's a chance that the league t- tilts you a title tilt like you've got to you've got to you've got to lean into that like haven't you? Yeah, You really have. I'm not saying that I want
1: us to go full strength on Wednesday. I, I would make the changes that we need to make, and I wouldn't be treating it like that. You know, like it's this massively important game. But I will be upset if if we don't win. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be kicking off about teams. To be fair, you, say, you got upset
2: about draw, losing to Union yesterday. I know.
1: I, I did, but only only upset while I'm watching the game. Like before the game, I didn't give a shit what happened, and then. Maybe not like in the immediate aftermath, but not long after the game finished. I didn't give a shit about it. But when you're actually watching a game, you do get like sucked in and you know, you, you, you're kicking every ball and that. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was. <clears throat> and I'm not I will gonna lie. if, I didn't if give we a don't shit. beat
2: West Ham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dead rubber. I didn't right. give a shit.
1: Boys
0: were drifting here. So, um, anything else you want to add about the game in midweek uh, in the context of, of the Arsenal game? The well what week. what team are
1: we picking? Kelleher
0: Quanta,
2: Gomez
1: Gomez <clears throat> Are you playing Bradley. Gomez though or are you thinking about Gomez yeah. against Martinelli on on Saturday? Would you rather have well, him look, there in uh, Trenton? Who else though? Connor Bradley maybe? Well But centre okay. half. No right back. But who are you playing
0: centre half then?
1: Um set and oh yeah, I suppose so. I suppose you do have to play. Maybe like Canate and and Gomez get a half. No, will play. Yeah, might even play w- Virgil because you <laughs> you could. You know, it's yeah. not like he's having to do loads of running. Yeah. You probably could play Virgil. alongside I would play Costas
0: because Costas put in a fucking shift <laughs> He ran his balls off.
1: I thought. So yeah. who who are we playing left? <sighs> back there? See, the problem was like What's his name that Chambers. Connell Chambers has not been good when he's played. He is a good player. Like he, he's come through all the ranks with England. He's England under-20 player. He's like he's he is a really good player. Did well on loan at Kilmarnock, but he's not looked good in the games he's played. So yeah. you'd have to think twice about that. Especially like if West Ham go full strength, then he's up against Jared Bowen. Yikes. So I think, um, or if it's not Jared Bowen, he's been playing centre forward. Like he's Kudos been playing on the right. So I wouldn't <laughs> want him up against either of them. So I think Costas probably will play.
2: Jump, mm. jumping ahead to the Arsenal game, whether Gomez plays right back. Oh, it's an interesting one because I'd be I'd be inclined to play him, but I don't think we will play him. I think we'll stick with the yeah. the hybrid thing.
1: That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But I I think I'd be looking at playing Gomez there and just Or you can play Trent but tell him you, you you're playing right back, you're not playing that hybrid thing today. I don't know. With that. Dreading that Arsenal game. See I, I wasn't, wasn't dreading today. No, I was so I wasn't dreading today because they're shit, and th- the fact that we drew and didn't score doesn't change the fact that I still think they're shit. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't. It was one of the first United games in a long time that I had like zero apprehension about. Maybe that's why we didn't win. No, um, it was because of the chippy. It was because the chippy. Yeah. Yeah. Chippy oh yeah, closed. we need
0: to talk about. I, we need to talk about that. How upset you got before the game because the chippy was closed. It was. Yeah. It was quite a sight to behold, really. It was closed, and then another one was closed, and then you had to go on this epic odyssey right the way down the other end of Walton Breck Road to find a. You end up finding one in the end, yeah. And so, it into the yeah. Time?
1: so our, our our chippy, we get there, and it was like it was me and you, Jules, wasn't it? We, we yeah, went yeah. like first. <laughs> the rest of is like still in the pub. And we're like, right, let's go to chippy. So we get there and then the shutters are down and we were just like stunned. Like, shit, what do we do now? What's going on? Like the whole routine was just totally ruined. And it, it like it wasn't just me that was like a little bit like shook up about it. It was like, no, this is our match day routine and it's been totally fucked up. Cause there's no legitimate reason why a chippy should be shut on match day at like two o'clock what, what time is it? Like it was like half 3 wasn't it it was like 3 o'clock mm-hmm. something like that 3
2: o'clock there's no there's o'clock. no
1: reason why that should have been shut so we caught us off guard so then we walked down um county road to go to another chippy and that's shut as well like is it like chinese new year or something what's going on why are the chippies shut this is weird so then we walk the down Breckfield Road. Week or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's just gone on a rampage down County yeah. Road. <laughs> so then we're up down Breckfield Road. So like there's a chippy there, but the queue for that is like half a mile long. So it's like, nope, not getting in that. So then we have to walk all the way past the ground and up towards like the road where the supporters club is because there's a chippy on there. And then we eventually get like chips and gravy. The weird thing is though, Chris, you know what? Our chippy on County Road is the lucky star. Yeah. The chippy we went to was called the Lucky Star. So we yeah, don't know if it's did they move? This, we don't know. No, it's not moved. No, that's always, it's been, always it. been lucky okay. star. But we don't know if it's the same people who own it or if it's just a coincidence or what. So John was like, No, that's redressed the balance a bit. We've still gone the Lucky Star Chippy. It's, it, we're alright. It's not it's not fucked up like the, the routine. Star. It's just a little bit different, but we're alright. But then John like, started eating his curry and chips and he was like, This is fucking disgusting. That's not the lucky star. He binned them. Oh, well. He was like, They're, they're Did horrible. They? Yeah. So he was like, This is not a good omen. And like, John was worse than me at this point because I had my chips and gravy and it was sound. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah,
2: chips and gravy it was nice. Yeah. But,
1: but John was like totally like out of his comfort zone and he was like, This is not good. This is a bad omen. And then mm-hmm. obviously it turned out that it was. And but you John don't know didn't this, get his Chris. can of Coke. Oh, and yeah, it, John didn't get a. Dan can got of coke, a can of coke,
2: you know he had no money. The John price, bought him a the, can of coke fucking,
1: The price in, like in this this other lucky star was like ridiculous. It was like London prices. John didn't have enough really? money to get himself a coke. He got one coke and had to give it to Dan. But like, <laughs> there's there's an update to this. What you're not aware of, Chris, after Go the on. game. John's walking home and I and John rings me and he's like you're not going to believe this the fucking chippy's open now. Oh <laughs> my like, god. Why were they not open before the match when everyone was there and now they've opened afterwards. I so uh, grow props. We we're, we're blaming we're blaming like the lucky star for that result today. Okay, it's on them for enough. just fucking up the routine.
0: I'm blaming them for the cold fucking cheese and onion pie out to eat from one of those little pie shops just outside the cop because I, there's a really nice one I always go to, well, now and again, that they do this really nice vegan Scouse one, and they didn't have any of them. They didn't have any of the other vegetarian ones, so I had to go over the street and have, like, a cold cheese and onion pie, and it was lame. So,
1: ruin the day, you, lucky star. Yeah, they ruined the your day.
0: Fucking, sort your life out. Not good. Uh, all right. Anywhere else we want to go with this before we... I... Uh...
1: Uh, um... um. Green now. There's bound to be something that we've forgotten about, you know, but mm-hmm. nothing's jumping right. out at me. So, all right. So you two don't give a shit about the West Ham game. I I do. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: team selection. We didn't finish what we were thinking. I I think you've got to play. You've got to play the forwards. You've got to <clears throat> try and get them into some sort of form. So not not necessarily. I get a Mo, feeling Doak think, will
2: Doak will play.
1: I don't know. He because was, he wasn't even on the bench today. They went with two goalies again. That pisses me right off. By the way, two goalkeepers on the bench instead of like, you know, sticking like a, a kid on the bench. It, I don't understand it. It makes no sense. Um, but yeah, Dokes not even on the bench today. So he was shit last week when he played. He was shit. Then, yeah. Um, I don't know whether he will start against West Ham. I don't think he will. I think maybe Mo on the bench, uh, Gakpo, Darwin, and Diaz, or maybe. Harvey in the front three or Curtis in the front Mm. three, which I don't want to see, but I don't know. I think Mo's got to get a rest at some point. I know he didn't play through the week, but the days of like just playing Mo all the time because he's Superman and he's like you know the fittest player in the squad, I think you're gonna have to start like toning that down a little bit. Yeah, because it only takes once for it to fucking. Yeah. You know, well, if the
2: other forwards would like stop pulling their weight, they could.
1: No, that's true. But this is an ideal chance to say to Mo, all right, look, you're on the bench tonight. Hopefully, we don't need to bring you on. The others are going to have to fucking get the shit together and start like contributing because we can't be relying on Mo all the time. You know what like we you need said, his powers night? are on the wane. Do you know what we need for Wednesday night?
0: What? Divock Origi. Yeah. This is such an Origi game.
1: And Minamino as well. Yeah. Oh, God.
2: Miss those guys, yeah. I the don't league miss them. superstars.
1: Me, no. He's turning up in France you now. He's doing really well now.
2: Good for him. I still yeah. don't miss him. So right.
0: is Andy Carroll.
1: Yeah, cool big yesterday. Andy. Yeah.
2: Doesn't say He's much for the French mean, yes. league, does he? No.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we are really
1: drifting now. Yeah, we're talking about um... Andy Carroll now. So yeah, I think.
0: <laughs> hey, I think he might have done a better job today than the. Oh no! Don't don't, don't say it! Don't say it! <laughs> <laughs> Just stop All right there. I'm calling time on this. We're rambling. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Um, uh, yeah. That's another thing about that chippy thing today. I missed to say goodbye to you guys. I won't yeah. see you for a couple of months now. So I feel a bit sad
1: about that. But... See again the lucky star. They just fucked mm-hmm. everything Bastards. up. Bastards. Should we yeah. boycott it from now on after that? I think you should.
2: No, it's really yeah. nice. I'm still no, going. I'm,
1: I'm thinking I'm about not it. Well, like, so you something
2: boy, you nice. stand outside quietly furious, Dave. Why go in and get chips?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. You just make sure you tell them about it next time. You just make sure. I you will.
1: Write them I you better. Emails, have a good like, reason for it. Yeah. Was there
2: not aggro last time? Like in the down there with like some mank fans. Maybe they just it's not worth it. Yeah, no, they
0: can be angry really because they get frog marched to the ground and then they have to stay.
2: Oh no, it was Chelsea. No, it was, no, no, oh, was, was Chelsea. No. Yeah, it was Chelsea. No, was, it? It yeah, was, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. was Chelsea? It was, Chelsea. It was aggro last? Yeah, time. There yeah, there was. Yeah.
1: Remember trying to get out the car park and they're all like kicking off outside the is
0: <laughs> Really doing the bounce.
1: Bouncing yeah. back, oi, oi, oi. walking <laughs> halfway across the road, bouncing and then like retreating to the other side of the road with their arms outspread. Yeah. You fucking mag. You May-old fucking rituals. mag. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: primate rituals. Nice. All right. Like, we're definitely well, drifting now. <laughs> yeah, we are. All right. Well, um yeah. Just a disappointing, really, really disappointing at the office for the Reds and uh, everybody is at Anfield today and watching on TV um, the chance to rectify it begins on Wednesday against West Ham in the League Cup before the real big one against Arsenal at Anfield next Saturday night uh, you sense we're going to need a much improved performance all over the park if we're going to uh, return to the top of the table but the very fact that we're in with a chance of winning this game and going to the top of the table is really fucking exciting um, good chance to you know finish Finish this half of the season on a high, and um, yeah, go into the second half full of hope. So disappointing today, but uh, we go again, and we'll catch you after the West Ham game. Until then, we'll catch you soon. Well,
2: the best word I can say, but uh, will describe this was "boom." <laughs> 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 Woo, what was this? It was really good.